beginning like two. First things first, um, if I don't forget, inspiration for a wonderful last session, all the things you said, mm-hmm. you get one oh, too, and you can get that right, right, right back to me, because oh, yeah. if you remember, you used it. I did, so, you're right. There's that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what for. The dragon thing, I think. Yeah, right, yes. please, so. <laughs> yes. like, the dragon thing. I mean, I used it for something, I remember that. Um, <coughs> but I had to give you the paycheck so you could give it back to me, which is a scene from Scrubs. <laughs> yes, that's all right, that's, right. that's all right. Secondly, um... Uh, unfortunately, I measured this, and unfortunately, um, I am wrong again. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, Leo, you're 100% correct. Um, so what is very close to, to Hilltime. So even if you even even if I rolled for, does the wind over the, over the mountains push you back? It's literally you would have a hundred miles to make up. So. Mm-hmm. Silwood will officially allow you to tree stride to the tree outside of the patisserie of, of the, the sun and moon. Yep. You can go in for a quick scone and co- coffee, and then you can fly yourselves to Hildheim with Got plenty it. of time to spare. Gotta do that. So that can be official, which allows Annie to hold a teleport in reserve mm-hmm. and uh, whatnot. Um, I need to do something that we're not exactly aware of yet. Yeah. One question. Can you shit while in windwalk form? Oh, would it drop? Well, if not, then skip the coffee. Kiss, Just skip the go. coffee. <laughs> if you can, more coffee. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, so a map is unfurled. Mm-hmm. Measurements. I mean, this is a, this is a very legit. I love the heading screen. This is a very legitimate thing. What? Mm-hmm. I think. Eklund <laughs> <laughs> <Ethan> barks. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Um, I think he would. Truly grab a map from from the thing on on frail use a little little um compass not like compass but like what do you call those things there's uh, a, there's a word for the uh, things that have like little spikes project no uh, that is called pro- a compass I think I think yeah. it is a compass yeah. yeah I think he would use that to go okay so here protractor that's what we use in school for like Slide like a yeah that's like the thing I, I believe it the is actual called thing a is called a compass, compass as yeah. well yeah. So I think he would measure that and say, uh, as I think you would have to explain because it's a Druidic thing that he probably doesn't, doesn't know a lot about. Oh, we can move this fast and we can do this. I think uh, Mecklen would do some math and magics here and you guys would be like, cool, this should this should work. So there you go. You have two options, Silwood or Dornberg. That's exactly the thing I'm referring to. Yeah, mm-hmm. compass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the specific one that's not just for drawing circles, but for measuring yeah. distances walk, walk, walk. and whatnot. So, yeah. Lovely. Um, above t- table or in, in character, if you choose, um, feel free to ask me any other questions or feel free to make plans over the next couple days. Now we can, time can be very, very loosey. We can flash back to one. We can flash with it back. Do asking asking Eklund stuff. We can flash forward to you guys all in the, in the apartment or out for dinner somewhere. Are we killing plans. the king, or is that a big no-no? It's a big no-no for us. Eklund said no. Okay. I mean, if little man, what's his name? Well, I always said just like say your piece and get out of there, but like uh, mm. if he tries to throw us in prison and then he tries to stop Grim us again. Yeah, if Grim gets flat blade, doesn't then you know, huzzah, new yeah. king. But is that a good thing? Maybe. I don't know. It depends if this, on how Grimgus is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Flatblade is a good guy. You know, yeah. if he's down to party, then sure. If he's like a worse prick than his father, then no. Well, I'm guessing he might have had something to do with maybe one or two of his siblings' deaths. Maybe. I mean, probably. probably. 
His He's father, the last the other. one alive. But That's some suspicious. Mm -hmm. You didn't hear that from me. <laughs> I think we should be loud with the bedding. Oh. You should try to meet Flat Bush. Sorry, we were just, flat Blade. Yes, Grimgus Flat uh, Blade oh, yeah, is here. I'm not sure if you remember him. Oh, Again, I remember him. Pretty normal looking guy. Finding he's the son of the king is probably a little bit shocking. And he was the ambassador. That, that, that was his title. There was also um, a general that was there, a, a wizardly guy, um, leader of the. Of the um, Goldbacks and all that. So there was a lot of high-profile dwarves, servants of, of Motsunir. He's probably the most um, understated, underdressed guy, and yet he's the son of the king. Probably there's something to read into that where he is told to be understated or he chooses to be understated. Who knows? That, mm -hmm. is, that is the man that you were referring to. Right. We should be more gregarious, or at least I should. I'm not Be great at gregarity. That is okay. Gregarity. I can try. You can be my quiet twin brother. Sure. Who's more thoughtful. Right, yeah. Bring gifts. Well, I mean, I could also just get absolutely plastered. I just think we should be more flippant. Because you don't look like a threat if you're stupid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The whole blasted thing. Yes. It would help me. I like where his head's at. I hate it, but it would assist me in at least acting flippant. Yes. And then I can always absolve myself of the liquor in my system. Very, very true. Mm. Yeah. So. so I think our disguises should look <clears throat> very similar. Okay. What were you thinking? Uh, human, yeah. certainly. I think paler toned. Okay. My name will be Fairine. Your name will be Felix. We're from Felix. between the Fay Lake and the Fay Woods. How do we have this much money? Well, our family is in lumber, and we also sell the magical components that we find well milling. Um, our father's name is Frederick. Our mother died in childbirth. We have a stepmom. She's unassuming, never provided any additional children. Uh, but we love her. She's 18 years older than us. Father is you know, 30 years older than us or so. But This is her process. Yeah. Then, let's think. So why did we get up there? Well, obviously we've been to the court city multiple times. And we have seen the combat that occurred there party mm -hmm. uh, because we do like to travel we're like you know jot down in in your notes um right blade is the name of the uh festival of Dodorn. it's the holiday which if you recall during the whole um thing here it was essentially skipped and people were really pissed off because it's like mm -hmm. an entire day slash multiple days of like combat tournaments and not just like Coliseum matches, but also like sending sending mock mock armies outside of the sea to clash with each other and stuff. <laughs> it's truly like Doldorn's holiday, so that would be a very good feature. In the in the cross city, of course, we went to the, the Bright Blade and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And how we got up here, so far away from home, is we were with a convoy bringing some of our supplies north mm -hmm. to Silwood, and we had heard about this combat previously and we just figured it would be fun. If the Skylish borders are 
closed and the Scottish borders open for business people to travel through? They are more open for business folk, yes. Okay. They don't want to completely like, especially, and I love what you're, what you're doing here, you're seeing that if you just came in as poor, you know, folk, one that would clash with, with the amount of, of gold you have, but also that'd be a bit strange, but coming in dressed well and with a lot of gold, like, oh, this is not that much to me, we're sort of thing. be like, well, of course they're here. Gold gets you fucking anywhere, mm-hmm. right? That's not as, suspe- strangely, the more attention you have, depending on how you do it, the less suspicious you are, mm-hmm. right? And we're young and stupid. Yeah. We're here for fun. We're throwing down father's money. Mm-hmm. And that's why we don't care. We're taking the least sure bet because it sounds fun. Right, okay. And you don't have to be the one throwing it down. I can, as the flippant, flirtatious young woman that, unfortunately, I was born before you by a full 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are not the eldest son. I am okay. the eldest daughter. But, sure. you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, yeah. So, absolutely, why wouldn't I throw down the money? Because it sounds fun. And you may try to rein me in. But I will remind you, I am the eldest. And okay. I know what's best. Alright. Sure, I will try to... Um... You have that, Felix? Yep. As you get really drunk, you can cheer things like, Kiss my butt, I bet on smelt gut, and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Our last name is Efferson, by the F- way. Okay, I was gonna ask. Like, Efreet and Son. Efferson? Yep, Efferson. Efferson. I didn't come up with a whole plan. It's fine. I love it. This is what you. This is what. This is what espionage is for somebody. Okay. Well, that was stuff. a lot more than I was expecting. So mm-hmm. okay. All right. I wasn't even sure if we were going to act independently, independently or together. Mm, this is espionage. I don't think I should let you go. Stick close. Yeah. Okay. Well, you do have skill sets that will allow you to get places mm-hmm. you can't, if yep. need be. So, That's yeah. why I think you should be the quieter one. Cool. Because if drunk. all else fails, <laughs> I just show some tit. Valid. And that gets a lot of attention. True. Sex mm. sells. It does. Carefully, you're in a dwarven country. Do I have to grow a beard? <laughs> I'm just saying. What? Are three of them going to stack up and climb me? I don't know if your tit will take you as far as you think it will. Fine. I'll grow a third tit. It's not that difficult. Well, I have four, but yeah, three might help, I guess. Famous Dwarven women phrase, milk me like a cow. <laughs> 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 Utterly ridiculous. <laughs> Don't say anything. Don't add to this. Stop it. Respond to her. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Well, that works. That works for me. <laughs> I was just thinking that, you know, alcoholism is a cover at a minimum. Oh, absolutely. Go for it. <coughs> Not that I'm anyway, you can right. be quiet and drunk. Yes. And loud and drunk. You can be drunk and switch between the two. Yeah. I just it would might help so. Yeah. So well, you have to drink to deal with me. Yeah. Okay. Also, you don't have to like do the entire ten thousand gold one shot thing. You can be like you can place it however you want to. Do to I do it's, ramping bets or do we do it all at once or, or you can save some to can you these palms and, and what, this is essentially your mug do whatever you want to with as long as you earn the amount back yes so if you if you want to squirrel like they're not expecting you to return with more than 10,000 
thousand gold. Whatever you do with the other stuff, you can do whatever you want to. So it is a sum of money that you can use as part of this to work. Yes, I won't throw down the full amount right away. It will definitely better on the first round. I'm gonna win. If I don't win the first round, we're fucked anyways. What if I throw down the full amount on the first round, and then I make that money right then and there, and then keep? That's what I'm saying. It's a good way to get people's attention too. If, for instance, you wanted to, you want to meet with the flat blade before, if he's there. I don't know if this is a thing you'd go to. Hmm? Does the king watch? Hmm. Uh, Mecklen says probably not. It's probably too many people for 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 him to do. But Kalkovich mm-hmm. will know more. Maybe he scries in. All right. Yeah. Well. We can make plans all day. I don't want you to interrupt your backstory or anything, but no, that is Cal will probably interrupt every plan that we come up with with information that we don't know yet. I am wondering if you will be wearing a hard, flat surface that I might be able to stick one of my, my eyes on. So if you're brought in to see the king without us, perhaps I can peer through and try to dimension door. I can do that. Well, I would be able to see the space. I could think of it. I would know. What does the eye look like? Can you put a little eye patch on it? Does it look like a straight up eyeball? Yeah, like I gotta. <laughs> it's relatively inconspicuous. It's the size of a button. It's a Dadani trick that she's had for a while. Okay, so it's the same thing that she put in the ship cargo right. hold. Okay, yeah. I just remembered that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually very inconspicuous. Like if I used it to like clip my cloak, like a brooch thing, that would work. Or it's I, th- I, th- I think it has to be on a place. hard surface. Yeah, it says such as a wall table or sole of a boot. So if you oh, wore, so like if I just stabbed it into my chest because that's <laughs> your sternum. <laughs> or if we got you an actual flat hard clip that's like round and hard, like a metal clip, and then could he stick it on there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't wear or like whatever getup I'm wearing to be this guy. Yeah. yeah. There's metal on there. Clip my cloak with tink. Take it right exactly. there. Just, ooh. Yeah. You can't mechanically benefit from a breastplate, but you can you can just wear a shittier breastplate that doesn't actually give give you anything. Yeah. And like you know, strap here, strap here, half plate, and then you stick it on there. Very easy to do. Mm-hmm. So that would allow me. Mm-hmm. Like that. Without the belly. If it was just like something like, yeah, like yeah, the breast, exactly you know what I mean? Where it's like, exactly mm-hmm. that's not really a new thing. No. So as long as we can get within 500 feet of where we think you are, oh. I can bring both of us there as long as there aren't wards, which I'm assuming there will be, but we can try because it's a place I can visualize. Well. So if I can see it through the eye, I can visualize. He's super duper paranoid, so I would imagine that it's going to be almost impossible to get to where he is if he does not want you there. Sure. So I think if you two are worried about me and <clears throat> you need to make your pitch anyways, then sneaking in with me originally is probably the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I can use my boon to ask to let you in. Yeah, I think that would probably be 
frowned upon, but maybe. Well, I mean, like, considering how paranoid. Before my lifelong service to your crown, please let my friends in to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. I also seem suspicious as fuck. Well, you might be curious. You might say, yeah, sure, let him in. Yeah, I'm just. I'm playing into how I would read it as being a paranoid fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I might find better so, words. Yeah. I mean, it's a thought for sure. Not a bad one. I mean, I, I could even lie and say, like, please hear the my plight to reclaim the steam gut mine. I've brought people who are better at expressing the deal and, and contract I would offer his majesty along with my service blah 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 you know what I mean like I can find a better way to say it where it's like yeah with these lawyers in that this dwarf hired because he's too stupid because he's a pig iron fighter whose head got smashed in the last round Mm -hmm. and if you do go that pathway then that might change what personalities you two decide to go with if you're going to go the route where you're Boone is asking to allow in your lawyers and, and whatnot, that perhaps you want to be known entities or, as you said, sponsors um, of the, the sorts. The question is... I don't think it's change your personalities at all. Like, not personality. That, that like, story. Like, you, per, could, you could per, be persona. lawyers just how you were, or business that's people. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's very true. Like they could just business be the business partners that I drew up the contract with. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, very true. Or, like I said, we can sneak it in originally and we don't... I don't need to boon it up at all. I'm just pitching. I mean, considering that, how well known would it have been that he was disinherited? The king and his advisors will certainly know who Hemner Smeltgut is. So maybe we were faffing around. You saw that we had money. You had been disinherited. You approached us. And I said, why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. And that's part of why we're here, too. And why we're betting so much on an unknown entity. It won't cost, cost a crown a coin. I found investors. Mm-hmm. Um, Mecklen. It's funny, I turn, turned on music like you guys were out at, den- <laughs> at dinner. I guess Mecklen's there, there, there too. We met her about We're, we're yeah. his buddies. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't leave, but I do love cheese logs. Um, These are fucking awesome. awesome. Thank you. Very, very good ideas all. One step further, not only will it not cost the cost Scarlet Crown anything, if you just made a tremendous purse off victory, you could go a step further and and offer those winnings to the king. Mm -hmm. Not saying you actually will do so, but you can you can can offer them to. Excuse me, maybe it's stupid, Eklund. Mind the lords, whatever of the clan, the clan lords you wish, and say, we, um, you know, as Urfafael in the guise of Hemner Smeltgut says, there are people more with with words and contracts than I that bet on my victory. And my understanding is they've made a pretty sum of, oh, I don't know, 30,000 gold. Yeah, from the side, it opens better. Yeah. Sorry. That's an, that's an enormous sum for you to say, I don't want the earnings. I simply want to serve you, and I, and I would like my forge to go back to my 
plant. There are ways that you can spin this where a massive amount of gold like that would be very attractive to, if not the king himself, then certainly the other four clan lords. Yes. And again, I'm not saying you must give him a single thing. Once he finds out who you truly are, the jig is, as they say, up. And then we hope, and then maybe you do give him, out of as a sign of good faith for all of us, you give him anything in, in, in tremendous excess of the, the 10,000 gold. As much as it's nice for you to make gold on this quest, it does not be purpose of, of this. The gold is a means by which to gain attention or and in an audience. If, and so Victor, victory asking for his lawyers, contractors, sponsors, whatever wording you want to use and leveraging the sum that you will hopefully win from this, this combination could be very good. At the same time, it does run the risk of Urfael going in alone. And if there is no way for you to, to, to enter, similarly to if Urfael came into this royal palace by himself, you would have no means of entering this, this place. If we assume similar protections are there, then Urfael could theoretically be trapped by himself. And as strong as you are, I don't know what magics they may have to, to subdue you. Mm-hmm. So in that case, going in under lead plating, perhaps the plate that we mentioned with your eye, perhaps we leverage the same the, the same idea. But you are you mentioned spiders previously. Perhaps you have two spiders under your own plate, under made of lead. There's many ways to do this, but mm-hmm. it's a fantastic question of do you go pauldrons? Do you go fully in disguise? Be beforehand, essentially sneaking in by whatever means makes sense, or do you send Urfael in alone and trust that he, he will be able to get a, an audience with you two? Again, just remembering to get you in in those ways we're using some resources and abilities that if things go sideways, who knows? Yeah. Down for either one. Well, for I, tree striding oh. and wind walking... Mm-hmm. How much would it tap you out to change both of us into spiders? Well, if I do a... Plumorph doesn't have a ability to upcast, so I would actually have to be a spider myself using my own bestial magics. So that's only a full circle in order to turn you into a spider. Okay. And I could be a spider myself, and I would still have access to a giant crocodile form, which is still very formidable. And then if I retain my ninth, if I don't have to be a pull trigger to get us out... Then I could be, you know, a much bigger threat. I will tell you right now, the fact that we are using a tree will open up the possibility of me not only being able to be a bit more charismatic if needed, Mm -hmm. but also pull the ripcord. Yeah. So it opens that world up too. But if you can't teleport out of here, and if we couldn't teleport in there, then we couldn't teleport out of there. Well. We might have kill to, them. Might have to <laughs> We're still <laughs> all together, which yeah. is the easiest way to kill people. Yeah. Being okay. together is is the reason why being together at the outset would make the most sense. But it is risky in case you are fully dis- disrobed and spiders are br- brushed off of your shoulders. <laughs> There's risk on both sides, and I wish I could tell you which path is best, but I simply cannot. I do think if I offer them, say we win 20,000, 30,000 gold as, you know... My business partners have 
the contract I'm asking for before the smelt gut lifelong service, blah, 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 the things they promise. And uh, also a, a generous gift of their winnings. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they'll let you in to give it to them. But they might just take it from you and try to kill you they if you don't give it, it to them, us. too. So, so, but it could, could be, be both. Be, well, yeah. We don't actually physically have to be there. As long as... We just have to... We also have to be able to, even if we went with the spider route, we have to physically get to you. And then, like, mm. transform and then crawl up inside. Well, you gotta be riding with me on the last round and just don't get squished. And just, yeah. Exactly. Or we demand to see the man who just made us a lot of money. But that we, we sponsored. But we wish we would, to speak to him before he goes. If they would allow us to supersede the immediate immediacy of going to see the king. There are likely ways for you two to be sneaky or conv- or convincing to see Urpile, especially if there's spider forms involved and, and whatnot. That's that is a problem to be solved, for sure. Mm-hmm. But probably amongst the, the the lesser of them, if you're very very con- convincing, invisible teleportations, you are a full. You two have a massive kit of ways to get to Urpile as he's being bandaged up before he meets the um came to do that if that's a path you do wish to to go but again he may be um unarmored disrobed before he meets the the king in which case it's a moot point mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean he won't be in lead but they might say like why does your mouth have two magic spiders in it <laughs> <laughs> why nothing yours <laughs> just fucking legs just hairy legs sticking out <laughs> yeah it's not a lead stomach <laughs> I could swallow something. <laughs> the fact that you've already invented personas <coughs> and an idea to be gregarious and to bring attention to you very likely means that some of the clan of the clan lords, maybe the king himself, will already be aware of your existence. I do not believe that they are going to... Find who they're betting on and make bets against them. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> I do not believe that they will waylay you in an alleyway for your goal. That is not... I do not believe it. That mm-hmm. is going to happen here. So, Urfel's uh, the idea of leveraging your boon is simply asking to allow your lawyers, contract actors, sponsors in, and combine that with a with all of the, the winnings as a sign of good faith is a pretty compelling argument. If they go for if they go for it, that's certainly the I don't want to say easiest route, but the least danger, assuming they don't read your thoughts or something that 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 I would do if somebody came in front of my queen and I could read that they were being duplicitous in magical or otherwise, the jig may be up, and then you are trapped behind magically locked doors. I guess I don't know how much your mind reading works, but if I genuinely am thinking about how. I want to give them all the money we just won so that they'll talk to my friends. Like, I, how I, much can you suss that out that, in your experience as an avid royal mind reader... In my experience, it would be... And the same ways whenever I let any of you in, I, all, I often ask you a series of questions d- designed deliberately that if you answer them a certain way, it triggers that you're speaking falsehoods. And we often combine this here with um, zones of truth as well. So what you're saying is not a lie. 
they are your sponsors in, in a sense, but what if you were asked a direct question, are you Hemner Smelgut? You would have to answer that no. And then questions that are, are, are asked of you if Detect Thoughts is being compelled upon you, they can dig deeper to find roots and to see where your mind is going. No, you're not Henry Smelgut. Who are you? You might simply not, not answer. If they're already in your head though, they might be able to see the answer to that. This is assuming any of that even happens. They are. Ex this is the reason why we are having this tournament that they're that we're having using they're using term because they are expecting you to go to go in. I do not believe Kalkovich may know more. I do not believe that they do a full blood pat blood panel on every person, especially if they think you are Hemner Smeltgut. But I do not know if they'll be very sus suspicious. There's dangers either way. That is the truth. I guess long and short of it is, if I am tricky with my answers, can detect thoughts be deceived? Or is it? Is that not how that spell would work? Like until above Dave, until I make my save, like, and I know, like, oh shit, they're in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, that like, if they ask, "Are you Hemner Smelka?" and I answer, "There is no Hemner Smelka. He has been disowned from his clan." Blah 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 blah. I think you have exactly as as long as you make your save above table. Your surface, I think you could control your surface thoughts enough that they'd have to have some really good like. Okay, so there's even a save against the surface thoughts. No, 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 no. There's, there's not. I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm saying the deeper thought. The surface yeah. thoughts, you could probably be duplicitous in that. Gotcha. But and then if I, you fail your save, I'm just gonna tell you. They're reading my mind. No, no, no. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Okay, yeah. that's what I mean. Okay, I didn't know if like you could be duplicitous if your answer smart. Like, I also totally agree that like if they say. You know, where are you from? And I say, uh, like, then yeah. the, they'll know in my head, service thoughts, yes. like, oh, I'm panicking, where the fuck was Hemner from? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm saying, I'm saying it's because you guys, every time you two especially enter the, um, fucking palace, much less the castle itself, mm -hmm. um, Eklund or some other cleric or whatnot does zones of truth and asks you guys questions to make, especially when, when you came back from the fucking hells, it was like, we're going to ask you 20 questions you have to answer fast, and we're going to read your mind the whole time, and we're going to make sure this is absolutely legit, and you're like, my God, this is ridiculous. But mm -hmm. if the paranoid king is anywhere even close to, to that, mm -hmm. that could make it very dangerous, but that could happen either way. If you think, of, think about that, that might be happening either way, in, in which case the closer you two are, mm -hmm. if you need to just shove past the guards and fucking get, get, get in there, mm -hmm. that can be an option too. There's a certain point at which we simply don't know what will happen until it does, but expect mm -hmm. something will go will go awry, in which case we're hoping that you three are together and you can break your way out and teleport home. Hopefully before that, you have found that the king has a drow woman whispering in his ear or something mm -hmm. absurd like this. Thank you. Oh, right. Uh, a lead helmet. Because even if they strip me and whatnot, I can make a stupid argument about how a warrior needs to carry his helmet. And if you two are spiders, you can just hide up in it. Yeah. That'll work. Cod piece. Boom. Done. Get in my cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fruits. I think you guys being spiders and having the lead stuff <clears throat> is only going to be a problem if they do an unbelievably thorough... That's search of like, everything. Yeah. So a helmet, a breastplate, up the codpiece, all legitimate mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ideas. 
Um, and you guys have days here, so lead can be fast fashioned in however large a cut piece. <laughs> Stop me! Whatever Stop you me. saw in Boulder's I'm gate. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> Times three. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> that could work. I was thinking also pauldrons, but pauldrons would be more likely to be taken off. And your yeah. piece. Oh, because I'm thinking if like I need to give you time to get to me, so I gotta be pretty bloody in the end of fight. I'll remember that. So they might take off a lot of that stuff. I don't know, but maybe we'll see. That's why I thought helmet would be good. And I don't want to say helmet isn't good. I'm saying that regardless of what means you do to do the the lead thing, it's just easier to check. I think that's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. I could also say, I'm a warrior. Put my armor back on before I see the king. He doesn't want to see my pepperoni nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you you, you go with what looks like very mundane armor and the lead plate is not, it's not just a lead plate, it's actually a breast plate or pauldrons of steel and then mm-hmm. we just hide a lead um, lining inside. Perfect. It's very legitimate that they'd be like, oh, this is not even enchanted. Who cares about, about this? You guys are riding whatever you want to ride in. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Pauldrons then armor. Breastplate. Going with breastplate. All right. Final decision. Okay. Love it. Mm-hmm. And if if you're right there, my pepperoni nipples. <laughs> if the breastplate is, <laughs> <you're tasting. laughs> the breastplate is removed, and you two spiders go scurrying away, that still opens up the opportunity then mm-hmm. for you to try to do what you what, do what you were saying and say no, 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 or not no, 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 but like my king, my boon is to bring in my my sponsors or whatnot. My so this way you have both squish. Options. You wouldn't know your spiders. I'm a, if the breastplate gets gets removed, no, 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 if you no. two yes. go scurrying away. They're not yes. gonna probably be like destroy all spiders or the knight. Who knows? Do, do you know yet spiders under your breastplate? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Jeremy, there you are. Any other plans mm-hmm. in the court city to make here? They're from making the breastplate, apparently. Well, that can be done yeah. by, okay. by them. The crown mm-hmm. will fully furnish um, that. Um, lead things not uncommon to do. Mm-mm-mm, I don't think so. No. Perfecto. I don't think so. I'm just looking at everything. Um, maybe I, I would get see if... Um, I know it's becoming probably more increasingly rare if they have more healers kits at the Palinium. Do you need a healer's kit? I mean, one of my ones is already fully marked off. You can add, you can add, you can add one to that for whatever expense a healer's kit kit is. Right, um, ten gold oh, or something. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. If potion shops would have any new stock, I would look at that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My drinks. Um, no, Marcus has some stuff for me in a couple of weeks. I think, and so does Plop. Yes. I think Mark I'll say here um, that yeah. So mark off ten gold for the the healer's kit. You have mm-hmm. the marker there. Mm-hmm. I think we'll say for here at least that the potions are pretty much all tap, tapped out, or they've been taken by the by the crown. We can definitely Great. reassess so that stock. during the two week downtime. We can go through through everything and say. I know I have potions from you, Marcus. Plus you got you know <laughs> that, that 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 point in time. Totally, totally, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. That was the flashback to before. Now we're going to zoom forward. And I'm just going to fucking say that you guys are all there the, the, um, afternoon or the midday on the 27th. 
and you've had your time with the the orcs. Um, you have your breastplate with a lead lining, not on. You know, it's still padded, and it still has steel, but very very simple s- stuff here, mm-hmm. and it just has a layer of lead with them. Non-magical, no way to, to really tell anything. It's a nice thing. And again, they're not that uncommon to make things things like this if duplicitousness is required, but it is a very good... Um, it's made well in the way that it doesn't look like it's that well made. You'd have to be really, really astute to be like, let me see if there's, oh, there's light in here. Like, why yeah. would you do that? Peel the padding were, apart and right. like... We're searching for something. If they're doing that, you're going to be fully cav- cavity searched and you'll be fully um, mind searched. Anyways, at that point in time, things are kind of fucked up. So Hence why you're being a non-very obvious person. Yes. Okay. Um, you guys are, are all outside. I'm just going to jump right in and say you are in front of your tree. To, tel- mm-hmm. to, to teleport to Silwood. Okay. Um, you spent time. You said good, goodbye to mm-hmm. Morningstar, and uh, um, Annie spent the morning making sure that um, Emlyn and Quinn and Felicia and Tib- Tib- Tibble were all were all good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, she said goodnight. She said goodbye to Elcaris the pre- pre- previous day, or but she first woke up this this morning. You guys are all gathered with your packs and whatnot, ready mm. to go through a tree, turn into wind, and get to Hildheim. If I was going to use the ring, what were you going to put in it? So you don't oh, have to yeah. use it from your current stock. We could have... Yeah, I would have been able to do a couple of things. Um, you just want, like, some... Whatever you decided would be good to put in it. I Just the point of order. If I were to cast... Um, and I, I think I already know the answer to this. If I were to cast... Um, Cure wounds with my gloves into the ring. The the glove benefit wouldn't work, would it? I don't. I don't believe so. No. So okay. In which case, I'm gonna do five level one healing words, um, because then you get the plus five bonus to each one. So it'd be useful for like doing like little bits, and it's a bonus action. So I mean I don't know. Rather than an action, I see. Yeah. I see. I was wondering why you're doing that rather than cure wounds, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so he could do it as a bonus action. So even if he, I mean, if the ring would allow him to do it as a bonus action, I don't know if it's an action to cast something out of the ring. Regardless, you cast any spell stored in it. The spell uses the slot level spell save DC, attack bonuses, and spell casting ability of the original caster, but is otherwise treated as if you cast the spell. Yeah. Spell cast from the ring is no longer stored in it, freeing up a space. So to me, that would say, like, if it's a bonus action to cast a spell, you use a bonus yep. action with the ring. I agree. It says you can cast mm-hmm. any spell. If, if it's if it's said as an action, that would mean oh. you have to use an action for most time, but it does not say that. So Leo is absolutely correct. You can definitely do a bonus action that heals them. Steal it. Oh, yeah. Yes. What is it? It's a, yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, Annie would have to put one in there because I only have four first level slots. Yep, I can do that. So, but it's a 1D. It's a 1D4 plus five. Okay. For both of us. So it's a matter. Mm hmm. So it's good for like a little so bit five. of healing. Mm hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that'll add up. I mean, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 at least. Mm hmm. Plus an additional five. So, so you're going 30. Is it ring of spell storing? The and hack, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. And so you, so you mark your three. Yeah, there. that's why I made a copy my without con and my with con, so I can switch between the two. Ah. But I actually ended up deciding to anyways. still wear it. So I have my bangles, per usual, my mm -hmm. wand of dominate person, mm -hmm. and my pair out of. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Do you have no offhand off team when you have attuned? If not, that's okay. I don't really care right now. I mean, it might be weird to have all of like the precipice is kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, though it's still so good. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I might have to go with my two staffs. Oh boy. Um, okay, so you gotta die. What's the Ooh. chance we're gonna die? Pretty fucking good. Alright. Both staffs. Otherwise, it's not an adventure. And the, um, I'm thinking the pocket watch. So that I can't be surprised, basically. Mm -hmm. Smart here. Mm -hmm. Um, Eklund would have mentioned to you for sure, or if that you may be allowed to wear your simple, um, non magical armor with the king, but there's no way they're going to let you bring in a sword. I've ways to hide it. As long as you do that beforehand, um, mm -hmm. when you're not being being seen, good to go. Mm-hmm. Let's use a okay. normal sword, and then just leave that one in. Could do that, depending on how hard the fights are. I don't think I start. We'll see how the tournament goes. Anyways, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we also maybe see if they have a nice sword around the city or something. Oh, I mean, I have other things. Solid steel mitigator. Yeah. Always yeah, axe the mitigator. Mm -hmm. Then a hammer. I could be fun to smash some faces, so I'm not worried. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, if you do if you do want to use some of them besides half, just make sure you, if it requires attunement, make sure you have it attuned is all. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. No, no. Good. Cool. Perfect. Through a tree you go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mark off mark your six. And then go ahead and mark off your seventh as well as we you cast wind walk. Yeah. You'll get your pastries. <laughs> you arrive there. The tournament starts rolling initiative. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I, I, the reason I'm trying to expedite this portion is there's more to talk about with Kalkovich. Kal yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Whole guy yep, that you got have a whole thing to meet with. Mm -hmm. So this is not the end of all the planning by any means. It's just the end right now until you guys have to go. And in case I'm saying, Kalkovich will know more. He's the guy. Would I would have us enter disguised, for mm -hmm. sure. Yes. So we look like our people. Mm -hmm. um, would you want us to purchase a disguise kit and do that on you? Yeah, they gave us a disguise kit. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I so assume then, before we fly off, we yeah. should doctor up. That way we arrive in the city looking like. Yeah, because that wouldn't matter time-wise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll also see you later. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sword, hidden, um, disguise kit slapped on him, um, emulating some um, images and whatnot. Uh, well, no, I guess the thing is you guys don't have an, an image of Henderson at this this time. Oh, we're getting um, it from our contact. Kalkovich. You don't have to be yeah. in disguise right, right now. You shouldn't look like yourself. I thought Eklund had one and was showing no, us. No, no. Okay, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Main reason I was doing that is I didn't want the three of us to be recognized. No. Yes. Agreed. You are very, very obvious. You're yeah. not as obvious, but it's wise for you to, for sure, to be like, let's disguise ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, Earth, probably not a big deal at this time. Yeah, Dwarf and Scarlet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being a human normal or else. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Don't put a mask on you. Be well, mm-hmm. you guys are going to fly for about five of hours. Mm-hmm. So the after after that, yes, yes, yes. Land. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's adjust. Hat just falls off into the sky. No! <laughs> I got it! Fuck! I got it! Fuck! <laughs> As you all arrive in Silkwood, you cast your spell, you take a minute to focus on where you fly. The five hours whip by fairly swiftly as you go up high over over the, the, the mountains, the bitter wind buffeting you back. You lose a little bit of time here or there, but you press on forward as best you can. As in your mist-like, cloud-like forms, you fly through this tropical, you know, essentially near, not tropical per se, um, that's more, more high, but definitely this warm um, climate here. We often think of dwarven cities like, you know, cold, you know, things and all that case, but based on the geography here, Hildheim probably shouldn't um, be like that per se. As you all are flying through, you do eventually find your way um, to Hildheim. And the way you find your way to Hildheim is such because you can see it in the distance, just like any other enormous Don city, it's hard to miss. But the key things that you that help you find it are the fact that there is a mountainside that it's built into and there's a, a river that goes westward. Rivers come from mountains and they go toward that. So you can see the snowy, icy peaks of the mountains. You see the river snaking, winding its way. You have a good idea that you're in the roughly right place. As the sun has gone down, has gone down descending at this point in time, you guys are flying. It actually helps because you can begin to see the fire light and whatnot beginning there. The sun is not not fully set, but they light the fires of what they can beforehand, and many many of them you realize have been lit all the while. As you're flying in, um, it does not make sense for you guys to become your normal selves and then walk in through the front the front gates and then they're going to ask questions. I think you guys just use the, the leverage. The same way that if you want, wanted to enter the court city, would you fly to Tavik's Landing and then walk like, like pilgrims? No, you would fly directly and find a place to become your own selves and be done with it at that point. Um, Annie, you, you, you all, but you, but you, you specifically here, I think. Uh, you were told rough directions, the districts of um, of, of Hildheim. Not going to bore you with all the details of it right now. I will simply say um, that you are to meet um, Kalkovich Waldensky 
within the tavern called the Last Barrel. Poslednaya mm-hmm. Bochka. You have directions on essentially how to get there. You've never been to Hildheim before. None of you have. But the directions are good enough. And you understand that probably it was chosen as a place where there would be some key landmarks. And indeed, one of the landmarks is of a dwarven figure, a statue, hand on hammer, hammer head down below, um, bearded face. There's plenty of statues of dwarves and humans and and other warriors of of old here. But you fly in, you follow the directions, you find it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to ask, actually, just not to interrupt here, nope. but before we like got into the city proper, if when we were looking for landscape, if there was like very close to Hildheim, like a tree, essentially, that Norman could like stop down, say hi, and then continue on, so we have a closer base. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll say you guys can do that. Uh, it's going <clears throat> to be. I mean, there are definitely trees. Let me just do what I was going to do and show you a picture. Fair enough. I just want to make sure um, that was established. Nope, tree. I appreciate <laughs> that. I do indeed. Take the 10 minutes to... As you're flying in, you can certainly find a tree on the outside portion of Hildheim. Mm-hmm. Being built into a mountainside does not mean a mountain just a big gate. It's not, not a casa ka- doom sort mm-hmm. of thing where it's just mm-hmm. a door and then you're in the halls. Mm-hmm. This is the outside this is what you see oh, yeah, sure. as you're flying in. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty, pretty. The sun is setting over here. And the reason why it wasn't very obvious, despite the fact that it is a Dadan city after all, and the proportions of these of these arches are big enough where two giants could walk side by side with plenty of overheads. So Dwarven City, we might call it, the proportions are still in that giant size that you expect. Um, it is in the cleft of the mountain here, mm-hmm. but the river was your key thing. The river is wide; it's it's on the map. If you look, if you look at your maps, you'll see Hildheim is right there by the river. So once you saw that, once you saw the mountains, you just followed that, and sure enough, you fly your ways into here as the sun is slowly setting. But it sets in such a way where the light shines down through here. If the sun set here or here, it would cast the city into darkness um, early. But it sets in just the right place where it's like this beautiful chasm, this canyon gets filled with those dime rays of light shining off the water, the waterfalls here. If you didn't know any better, you might think this was some elven city. In mm-hmm. some ways, it does remind you, actually, of Shea Kerba, which is built on a cliff's mm-hmm. side. Um, but elves are not all the structures are above the ground or hanging off of that. If this was all there was to it, it would certainly not be a dawn city. It might just simply be an outpost of giant make from long, long ago. But you know mm-hmm. that the true city is deep within and deep down as mm-hmm. well into the mountains themselves. So I think what you do, Norwin, is you guys fly over here and you kind of go in like a very um, inauspicious location here. You take, you by, you by yourself take a minute to become 
yourself. You're kind of hanging on like, you first of all scout, you find a, a tree begging, begging enough, you, be, you become yourself, you hold on, you touch, you go back into wind form and go. It's not super convenient. It's not like you're gonna, you can easily walk through 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 this tree, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing you wanted one that wasn't in the middle of like a park, like mm-hmm. like before. You wanted right. one that if you did have to walk through it, you would be hi- you'd be hidden yeah. rather than in a park like the court the city. Yeah, exactly. You I'm had enough god. trinkets. You you are con- considered a tree god, god enough in the court city where mm-hmm. it's relatively safe. Here it might not be. Right. Mm-hmm. For all you've heard about Scarland. For all the warnings of Hildheim and whatnot, you can't help but just be caught as the sun is setting here by the sheer beauty of the architecture here. And again, as you guys were flying in, you saw the, the, the snowy mountain peaks high, high above this. If you look at where this is, the, the river is, is right here. So this is all built relatively ground level-ish and the mountains just climb high, high, high above and behind. Once Norman is finished massaging a tree over here, he returns to wind form and I think you guys, as I said, you don't bother with mm-hmm. customs and whatnot. You just... You also see, um, I think you always see, but Earth, your, your mind is probably thinking more like, okay, a well-defended place. Um, it would be difficult to launch a siege here. It's also difficult um, to have people come here though, right? Like there's there's obviously many, many paths and the, the waterways would be the main pathway to get here. There are um, dwarven engineering. There are, uh, what's, the, what's the word for it? Not Dams, but the dams where you can flood with 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 water oh, and, yeah. and you, you can remove water to bring locks. Locks, yeah, I think. Locks, yes. Yeah. So as ships, mm-hmm. obviously, you're like, well, Josh, how would a ship get from get from here to here? Mm-hmm. The picture doesn't show it, but obviously, there has 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 to, to be a way. So mm-hmm. there are locks there, and you see that nothing as refined as you imagine the clockwork accord might have far out east, but locks have existed for a long time, and um, even as far back as Again, remember, giant make. And as far back as Dol Dorn, you had a, you had massive elevators being powered by chains and pulleys and, and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. the basic idea of locks for ships to get to and fro exists. This is all a lot of words to say. But flying here is great <laughs> because <laughs> everything else would have been a pain in the butt. Um, and you guys just. Now, as you fly through, I think you all stick to the tops mm-hmm. and you move with great speed. This is, you're not hidden. You can't hide in this mm-hmm. form very well. So, Pete, you are going, when people are looking up, papers are flying off of stats, clothes are going, but you are moving uh, 10 times faster, literally, than the average person can, can you know, mm-hmm. charge. So you are making your way swiftly and this is a world of magic and this is a capital city so it's not you're not no one's gonna be like shoot the cloud what cloud's gone you know you mm-hmm. guys are relatively safe here any attention you've gathered you're con- concerned i think there is some concern though the further into these columns these pathways tunnels you go you imagine they'll stay big but you know are you going to be very enclosed the whole time mm-hmm. well once you get further a couple of minutes within the mountain pro- proper, let me go directly to the image 
that you see any and th th this is this is several minutes of flying through again you guys are following are following Annie because you have you have the exact directions of where you need to go not to mention a landmark here the exact des description Dwarven figure hammer there the district name all sorts of stuff and you have a tavern to look for as well when I say several minutes to get here I'll point out a few key features of course you are in the mountain itself now so there's no natural light this deep in, but there still is. Mm -hmm. And what you see are massive polished surfaces on the inside of the mountain itself that's just reflecting the light. Not like mirror sort of things, but truly like polished stone that as the dying light rays from the sun are shining in, they're being reflected just to give a almost otherworldly dimness to this this location even though it's a thousand feet into the place whether it's spellcraft or dwarven engineering or giant engineering you don't really know from an architectural standpoint the architecture does change style inside i'm going to give you one guess what most of the buildings are made of Stone. Water, exactly. No, so of course. Um, so you see, much of what is here is simply carved from the mountain itself. Uh, magical means or, or whatnot. Was this place at one point in time excavated? Was this a natural thing? Who really knows here? The space, the space though, reminds you of the massive space within um, the, the white dragon's layer there where you guys were flying in and you had just an enormous icy cavern and that entire temple where she is whatever meaning it had a long time ago was this big on a map on the picture there was this big so it's probably naturally made in some way shape or form it has been used for some time when you're first flying through you see that the caverns are just enormous and there's massive structures that are clearly of giant make some of the structures remind you of that what you see um, 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 outside of Hilton the picture I just showed you and also the the court city Silwood Heimat the further in though you get especially once you since you see this but even before this the further in you get the narrower these passages are the lower the ceiling gets the more just rudimentary the buildings become and um, the smaller they are as well so what we're looking at here these structures are appropriate for humankind to come into a giant would simply not be able to get get into um, these um, easily so you get a, a good sense that when the giants were here they were mostly outside and the further in we fly quickly we're seeing sort of the progression mm -hmm. of what the dwarves and, and humans and, and whatnot use was, was already here and the further in they went the more they built for themselves mm -hmm. once you see this the general din here of the dwarven city is evident to, to you even when you were outside but as you come in through here those dying rays of light being being reflected the squeaking of wheels the turning of grind of grindstones you would estimate probably 60% of the denizens you see here are 
dwarven. Mm-hmm. You might have expected that to be higher. Um, but there's probably still 25% humans here, which only leaves 15% for everything than else. You might naturally assume c- correctly elves are the least populist species that, that, that you see here. Aside from the obvious crazy ones like Gymnasi and what, what not mm-hmm. that, that, that sort of stuff. Um, there's a good number of gnomes here as well. More gnomes here than, you, mm. than you've ever seen in one in one place. Fair number of half of half. So that last 15% is probably mostly gnome. gnomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything else is like you know, 5%. There's a lot of gnomes here as well. But definitely, um, it's not like, oh, these are all just dwarves here. There's mostly dwarves, but there's a lot of humans and, and others as well. The mm-hmm. sounds of industry continue as you fly through, coming toward this massive figure here, seeking what you expect is the location. And indeed, your eyes do light as the you were told follow the waterway. Much mm-hmm. like, much like in the court in the court city, they have to leverage natural waterways to make industry occur, and you can so you can easily follow the many many winding paths of streams that come from that massive river outside flows in <coughs> through here and is pushed by. You see this coming, falling, turning this, which in turn powers the bellows here. <gasps> as you see a furnace right here, hot ember coals. And underneath all, I love that there's these tents are here because there would indeed be people here selling stuff. I'm actually gonna flip to another another map. Yeah, this is very much a pop-up bazaar. But underneath that, this is what you would see. Um, You would see that there are, uh, that there is a massive anvil mm-hmm. right in the center here, right by this large forge here that's being stoked and bellowed by the, the water mm-hmm. here. Also note that these are all structures mm-hmm. and that there's like floor on top of them, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Like habit holes kind of? It gives the sense of, okay, cool. These are like one story, pretty small things um, that has ground above them. You might be asking, well, why is there green here if there's no natural light? Because it's not its not grass. This is all moss. It's all wet, damp moss that aspects here. Mm-hmm. Very, very dank um, area here. I like this map also because it really helps symbolize the passage of time as the sun has now set to a point where the re- reflections simply can't come in here. It has fully become dark, but the, the fires have have been lit well in advance to guide your w- way. Mm-hmm. The giant statue of that, that, that dwarven figure is like over here mm-hmm. right now. And the thing that you were told is look for the big barrel. It's the sign for the last barrel tavern. And sure mm-hmm. enough, it is right mm-hmm. there. So as you hear the tink, tink, tink of this massive van that they'll hear, mm-hmm. and, and the dwarves and humans coming to and fro, just hammering away still, even as all the pop-up tents are being, clo- being closed down mm-hmm. and carried away, 
um, the sound of some industry at least continues until the job is done. You see like a master smith go come over. Looks at his finger. Not ready. They like look depressed like as you say, master, and they come continue their work. Um, we can say that you guys, uh, once you saw where to go, you kind of circled back around, went somewhere, less obvious, transformed into yourselves, mm -hmm. and you can walk your way through mm -hmm. this place. Describe to me your disguises now. Mm -hmm. uh, 30-year-old human woman, brown hair, medium length, scar across her face. Makes her just ugly enough you don't want to keep looking. How old? 30. Oh, 30, sorry. Mm -hmm. You did say 30, first thing you said. Okay, that helps me go, okay, are you, are you a child, middle-aged, or old spinster woman or grandma? But yep. 30, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or what are you going for? I'm thinking I'm gonna go with more of like a 50-year-old person starting to gray in the hair. A little bit, but still kind of um, kind of salt and peppery, um, kind of scruffy beard, you know, very thick mustache, um, perhaps like some pock marks on the face, perhaps from splashback from a furnace or sure. a forage or something, and then you know, somewhat burly in appearance. Sure. And what face do you want to give to, to, to Earth? If at all, you may choose to not use that so it doesn't fall off at the table here. You might just say Earth's fine, but going the way it is. Earth, that, that's up to you, really. Yeah, what do you he think? He would still have the stuff on from the disguise kit we put on before we flew we haven't, off, right? we're, No, we're going to disguise him. We don't know Because we don't know what yeah, smell gut looks like. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. So, yeah. Uh, you, can just, you, can just, you can just go as you, presumably. Ginger dwarf. I changed my hair. Mm -hmm. Ginger dwarf and uh, the buzz cut that's grown back a little bit too much. Needs needs a, needs a trimming. But mm -hmm. uh, that's all I can do myself. If that's good enough, I'm good to go in. Otherwise, mask Perfect. me up. Yeah. Because I got Probably. all the word about I think people. That's good. As long as we're, yeah. Because I mean, we might be there for longer than an hour and a half or yeah. an hour and 20 minutes or so, which so. is how long my the mask would last. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll save it then. Mm -hmm. Annie. You were told the table to seek this figure out. You were told the tavern he should, should be at. You see the name last barrel in both common and, of course, in Dwarvish as well. Bochka, Bochka. As you all are just walking over like a normal day, you give these, these folks some birth here as the master blacksmith looks on nodding his head as they re-put it in there f f file it down bring it over here to start hammering anew as you walk in those sounds of industry fade behind you as the sounds of a tavern hit you instead now as I said before, all these buildings are one st one story with lichen moss cover covered ground on on top. You imagine, you know, each of these squares is five feet, so it's a modest sized location. Um, until you step within, and what you see is 
the, when you immediately, when you walk in, the first thing you see are steps going down. There is an upstairs area, but it is only as big as you saw. Mm-hmm. And then there's stone steps reinforced with like wood, mahogany, and whatnot that leads you down, and you can tell that's where most of the sound is. As you head your way down the stairs, you, you come across here and you see a very nice um, tavern here that is clearly built underground, far bigger than it, than it would have given you sense. And you imagine mm-hmm. most of those buildings are probably the same way. Most of them look small on top, but actually mm-hmm. once, once you come in, you go down and they expand outward down mm-hmm. as such. You see bar keeps here. You see these giant, oh, the last barrel. They seem to love their barrels here. Giant ones here. And you see me being poured. They have handles that they, they, just, they just grab, pull, and a big old spigot <laughs> filling up tankers that are, on average, about yay big around. Mm-hmm. They all have very much... Um, you can you can you you can buy a cup from here and go, go and go home and say I visited the last barrel right <laughs> it's like um, novelty mugs and such a sort of mash the the designs here I mean they even have one over here that that's just just there for decoration there's labels on these in common and and doors both of what types of ale and and mead there are but generally there's just a din here of folk who are ordering pitchers. Pictures of mead, and they just pull the thing and <laughs> fill it up, and it, t- it takes two dwarves to bring it over to a to do a table, <clears throat> sort of thing. And then they start to, you know, pour for themselves. Um, everything is bit bigger here, and again, you get a sense not unlike the drunken dra- dragon. Every popular place needs a gimmick of Long some sort. Looks like a barrel. Byob. Buy your own barrel. Buy your own <laughs> barrel. Byob. Exactly. That. <clears throat> now. I'm about to say it might seem slightly at contrast. Um, this looks like a place that could have a fucking hoot hoot. And how this looks like a place that could have parties and drunken debauchery. And certainly they they surely have over the course of the many centuries. It's probably been here. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's quite quiet. Mm-hmm. In this entire large space, there's maybe you know like 20 or so figures in. Even though it's prime time, it's prime time for, for, for food, drink, fucking, all, all, all sorts of stuff. Um, maybe the denizens of Hildheim this this far in work later and, and the rush hasn't hit yet. Maybe this place isn't as popular as it once was. You don't really know. But what you do know is it looks like it's seen better times. What you're not sure of, is that, that a sign of this location specifically? Or is that a sign of Hildheim, Scarland, and in, in general Mm -hmm. you do see a gnomish barkeep who at first you think is just a small um, dwarf and I say that because uh, he's got the mutton chops. He's got he's got not the, the, the beard. He's got a few, a few teeth missing. I mean, he just looks like a dwarf in every way, every stereotypical way. Until you realize, oh, that guy's a gnome. He's just smaller and slighter, um, and he does the very common halfling gnomish thing, where he there's must be stools or something that he he, he has stool that he moves around to, to just serve people. The only slightly taller than him that come up, up here to order. Um, food and mm-hmm. drink 
as I said, I won't go through every person that's here, but there's a, a fairly short list of folks that are here and probably an even shorter list that are um, interested in. Um, everybody can give me a perception check, please. Winning stone, you stole. Never mind. <laughs> Six. Uh, that's wisdom, right? So 14. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Perfect. You all kind of know who to look f- look for here. On, tw- on twenty-seven, you were the guide to this location um, in general, and even in specific. As you walk down the um, steps, you quickly acquaint yourself with the size difference to what you were, what, what, what you were perhaps expecting. Look, look, looking around, I think that you see who is more than likely your query sitting in a in a corner. Um, I'll describe him more when you, um, if you opt to go, to go up to him, which presumably you at, at least will. But you see the the dwarven individual that I think you would believe, based on just on description, location, and whatnot, would be um, Karlakov Wodensky. You also smell something that you also smell, and that is the smell of husk. Um, and as both of your nostrils and you follow it, um, you see a darker-skinned elven woman. Um, not a drow, just like darker tan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a, a drow, like darker-skinned, like maybe an eastern, eastern perhaps. Um, and you see her at a ta- table here, just smoking a um, really elaborate-looking pipe. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're... Don't trust that either. <laughs> yeah. Good point. You're smoking husk, which is just shit, out of a really nice pipe. Um, but people pay for perfect stuff. And she's a beautiful figure, or at least she would have been if she wasn't clearly addicted to the stuff that she's selling. And you have a sense that she's selling it too, because as you guys, as your noses smell this, you see a half-lantling figure um, hop down from, from hop down from his chair, reach up a hand, grab a pouch, and leave a few coins mm-hmm. um, there, which she swoops over to herself. And... Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, you two, you all here, even you with your six, hear a. a, a <laughs> You know the sort of laughter that you hear that's a little bit too loud, mm-hmm. you know? It's like a little bit too, especially in a place that, if this place was hustling and bustling Saturday night downtown Minneapolis, sure. But it's not. It's like 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just that sort of laugh that's just loud, gregarious, boisterous, and loud. Just like almost forced laughter. And, and you all look and you see a dwarven f- figure um, that you assume is a is a guard based on his red and black um, tabard and pauldron with the symbol of Scarland there, and he's again he's just laughing a little bit too loudly at a table table of four uh, four other guards, all of them drinking mead and um, insight checks not required here. I'll say you and you. Uh, you you two I suppose <laughs> um, can can see that the other guards are kind of like. Kind of like having that friend that's like, dude, you're being a little bit, 
rule out here, but we mm-hmm. told, he told you this before and doesn't stop, you know? Yeah. You're not sure if he's drunk or if he, they're all drinking, but he just like bounces him, just guffaws a laugh, the first time you know, you know, spittle. I'll get the next one! I'll get the next one! And he, you know, stands up and scoots the back from, from the table here. Um, there's a human couple that look like they might be on a date, perhaps. Um, older folks. And there's a halfling woman um, shaking dice. <laughs> um, two figures come, come are, are are there, and ah, they're playing maybe um, um king's king's man, Baba Yaga dice, whatever you guys have played in the past, whatever some sort of dice game is being being mm-hmm. played. Um, but I think at this moment in time, this is what you guys all see. I don't think you guys, certainly you, you don't, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think you see the person you're here to see because there's just so much to you know, initially look at. But with your, with your 27, like Strider at the Panting Pony, but less cool. Mm-hmm. Right, he's not—he's not like this, smoking a pipe in the dark. But he is in a cor- corner place, not fully shrouded in the dark, the darkness. Um, Annie, you see a figure that looks like this, right here. Ah, the prince. <laughs> <laughs> and for lack of a better word he just looks like the most dwarven dwarf that's ever dwarfed <laughs> yeah um he's very which is probably good for an ambassador that went underground and is still here in the city when he was told to get the fuck fuck off fuck, fuck out um and you basically got a, you got a dis- d- d- description of him but again it's mostly the table and and the time that you expect him here on a 27 i'm going to add something more to you not only are you the only person to immediately see him the, the moment you walked down and everything else I just described. You also see his um, hand under the table a bit. His sleeve rolled up and you see him um, pull something up from the table that looks like a like a little bone hook of sorts. And your very astute eyes and the eyes of your um, uh, predator bird on your shoulder um, see this, and I think you know what this is. It is, a, it is the way, it is the means of delivering a drug called Red Vivane. Mm-hmm. You would know this from your time in Ice Wall, where you actually got, you stole some from the people that you killed. I guess you can't steal from the, the, the dead. You received a generous gift from the folks that <laughs> the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember me describing this? A bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine a bone from what you don't know. But the very, very edge, the sharpened tip of the bone, if you look very close to which you did because you have them, mm-hmm. otherwise you would not know what the hell this is at all, has lattice work kind of poked through it by even finer pin or something. Mm-hmm. And you dip this into a little vial of red liquid, which is the blood of some beast. You're not, you don't know the details of it. Mm-hmm. And you stick it into your blood stream itself. So the bone is filed so, so thin, and the reason it has a little less work in this, so it captures a little, little bit of this beast-like blood or venom, poison, whatever it is, and you stick it just the tip of it into your bloodstream so as your blood goes by it travels through those holes mm-hmm. and it captures whatever it is red vein is not that dangerous by itself 
in small amounts, it just gives you this euphoric sort of state. Mm -hmm. um, it's hallmarked by just seeing red veins because it, it's right, 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 right on the veins. You're going, yeah, <laughs> you're going to see a slight spread because it will be ameritated. If you think about how small amount of the drug would be captured in a needle that small going directly into the bloodstream, what this means is when you buy red vein, it comes in a vial, maybe the size of my pinky, and maybe only this amount in it. Mm -hmm. If you were to use it in, a, in a, an uncouth way and could someone inject it into a blood bloodstream wholesale, syringe, bloodstream, boom, it's basically to death. Mm -hmm. It's an unbelievably potent poison. Dude, it's mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But it's stupid expensive, and there's poisons out there that do the job very well. Right, mm -hmm. so it's like it's not really used as a poison almost because you you can make a lot more mm -hmm. by making a drug from it instead. Makes sense. So that's what you get on twenty seven, and the fact you already have ice well experience with that. You see that you guys don't see this at, at all. By the time um Annie begins to walk toward him, and you I don't walk straight. You don't walk toward. Him. Okay, no. um, no, I'll just give it to you then. You I would see walk this up to the counter first <coughs> and mm -hmm. order us ale. I would say three. Pints, jugs of ale, whatever you have. Three pints, jugs of ale. What kind will you have? What kind do you recommend? Dwarven iron, devil spit, honeyed mead. Devil spit. You wish. I'm surprised you chose that one. And you, you asked for, for, for three or four? Three? Big old tankard mug. And he goes, <laughs> just a kidding. <laughs> um, two, two silver a piece. And that right there immediately answers the one mystery that it was. Two silver for even these nice things is way more. More, mm -hmm. it's just simply too expensive, mm -hmm. which means this place does cater to a certain degree of folk. They, these are these are not your you know one copper mugs of swill. These are mm -hmm. two silver for a good sized tank. What you hope tastes tasty, mm -hmm. but you get a sense then more. Um, Maybe it's just us, these people in Hildheim don't have the disposable income to be dropping it on two silver a cup sort of thing here. Mm -hmm. what, do, what do you do once you hand out your three two-handed things for you? I stand backwards with my back to the bar and act like I am fiddling with my necklace, but I take it off and scan the room as if I'm just looking at things, but really I'm using my eyes. Are you, are you new to the to town, the gnomish barkeep says. Hmm? Are you new to town? Mm, yes. My name is Drumfiddle Schlockney. Nice to meet you, Drumfiddle. If there's anything I can do for you to guide you around. And your mother named you Drumfiddle? It's a common dwarvish, uh, it's a, sorry, it, it's a common gnomish name. Hmm. Okay. I will let you know. Thank you. See, for a silver or two, we can do. Uh, I can tell you where to, to go. 
I'm good for now, but thank you. You want a recommendation on which which ale to get? We also have a have a wide selection of spirits. If you need something, you'll let me know. He'll hop down and move his way around. Scan my magic eyes. Hmm. Close your eyes for a sec. Open them back up. Nothing on the outside change, changes thanks to your illusion, but just beyond the the illusion, your red and your blue twinkle a bit. Your vision sort of and then expands outward. Um, there is nothing magical of interest in here. At least not at a surface cursory gl- glance. Um, there might be a, a, a couple, you know, mad, there's pro- there probably are a couple of continual flame torches here. This this place is, is well known enough, enough to afford some of those or around the bar especially. So I'll say at a surface glance, it's not like, oh my god, that guy right there is a drag guy in disguise. Um, are you looking at or for anything particular? People who illusion themselves, uh, hidden doors, or mm-hmm. things hidden. watching us. Give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about watchers. Mm-hmm. There was a Ooh. pooper. <laughs> 14. 14? Everything I said before stays true right now. You take a full cursory glance around, sipping your double, which does taste quite taste, tasty. It's it's a little bit spicy, um, but that's not that uncommon for dwarvish stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you look around and you don't see anything of magically interest here at all. Even when you focus on one of the um, candle the candelabra, it does give you the appropriate magical signal that would make sense for a continual flame. Mm-hmm. And I will go hmm, and put my necklace back on and that hmm, nod will be loud enough for both of you. Mm-hmm. So do we know who we're looking for here? Dwarf and a pile of dwarves? Yep. Slap three silver down and start walking towards the... No, it was two per... I, guess we could I already paid him. Up. That was the oh, tip. That was the tip. Never yep. mind. <laughs> Just You're because good. that would put my silver at 420 and that makes me happy. You know what? <laughs> 69 gold. Mm-hmm. Is there a hundred silver and gold? Or ten. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so I just slap down the tip silver. and start walking towards mm-hmm. the booth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two silver is wildly expensive. Yeah, so that's, that's like, like okay. as much as like a an unskilled labor makes in a day. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. The beer is mm-hmm. really, or the, the ale is very, very tasty. Mm-hmm. But it's just a really high price point to do that. Tournament it's not, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack up them prices. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like, what does fuck? You're heading over? Mm-hmm. You head on over to the, ta- to the table where you think is Kalkovich Wildenski is. And you see that he has, um, as your eyes were diverted and stuff, he, he's, he's um, you know, he doesn't have any sign of the, the, the red vein being out. His sleeve is pulled back down again everything and he's just sitting there nursing a um, glass of clear liquid perfectly clear with just a little bit of, uh, of it in there and at first you're like oh water but then of course you, rem- you remember you're in Scarlet Wodka mm-hmm. just takes a little sip and it, um, something interesting about this individual that doesn't shock you because if it is who you think it is is he is very much under his th- thick, bushy brows, his eyes are constantly looking up and around. 
even as he reaches down for his glass, he lifts it up and he, he doesn't actually take a sip. He brings it to his lips and just as a way for him to, to look in a different direction. As you're walking toward him, his eyes lock with, with yours. There's simply, he's, he's in a position where there's no way to sneak up be, behind him. Mm-hmm. And you're, not, you're not trying to, you're walking up to him. His eyes meet yours over the glass. He lowers it. And you walk directly up? I do. These seats taken? You look at the three chairs that are there. Kicks one out. Sit down in it, boys. You were told <coughs> to tell him, so he knows that you are who you who you are. And if you go up to a dwarf and they're not him, this will make no no sense. It was you who broke my mason plate. It was you who broke my mason plate. Welcome to Varys, to Scotland. Kicks all up the chairs for you too. <clears throat> First time reside here? Yes. The sound of the ta- tavern gets a bit quieter just based on, on where you are this moment in time by, by a hearth, a fire crackle, crackling merrily near you, casting shadows and light across your faces. You made good time. You tend to? Yeah. Then, how could I be of assistance, Tavares? Tavares being the um, Dwarvish word for friend or comrade. That's that's what I said. They are saying comrade, but not the comrade is perfectly fun to say as well. You have information we need for a job that needs doing. So you know how you can help. But for the first time since you walked in, he actually takes a drink, not only a drink, downs the whole thing, stands up. You're a buck. Walks up toward the counter, says says something to Drumf, to Drumf me who, as you say, goes down, you hear the uh, something opening up. Um, a sound that's like glass moving, but no, it's probably the sound of vice. And a thick bottle with, with one of those like um, hinge <coughs> tops to it um, gets, gets pulled and you see a perfectly clear liquid in a, in a completely unadorned bottle that's just in a, an insulated bucket of vice. And it's the sort of thing like you keep vodka in the freezer, don't real, don't real you? Cold. Uh, he sticks his four, <laughs> fin- four four fingers into four shot glasses that are dwarven in size. So in other words, cups. <laughs> um, and he brings it over. <laughs> in Scotland, new friends, Tavares. 
with the rank before business. To them, motherland. I'm going to try to slide a hand for it. Yeah, so give me a slight hand shot for the hell of it. Uh, seven, 32. Damn. I just drink it like a yeah. club. <laughs> um, I hope for the best. You drink it. Save. Um, you very, as, as he's going, <coughs> you, um, um, icky. Just <laughs> burn. I'm kidding. Um, it goes down so smooth. It is good. It is cold. It doesn't burn more than it should. Mm-hmm. It goes down and it's refreshing. And you're like, I imagine you're like, all right. You, I mean, I'll let you do what you're going to do, but you're like, okay. And you are like, as long as it stays that cold, I actually could maybe drink one more. Um, Annie, mm-hmm. you see them not die. And go, maybe I'll have some myself. But maybe you won't. He drinks it. I am here to be a resource for you all. You may call me Kalkovich. I am not sure exactly what you all already know. I can surmise that what I have told my contact has already been relayed to you. But the way in which I can be of most use right now is to answer any questions that you may have that will help me understand what you do know, what you do not. I have been here in Scarland, here in Hildheim for many, many years, most of my life, in fact. Loyal to those who loyalty is rewarded. So, how can I be of assistance? He doesn't slam, he just takes a sip of this time. Um, we were told that you had the specificities of the customs of this tournament. Yes. The Tornir Kolevskoy Milosti. Not of this tournament for the grace of the king. You already know the one victor, one champion meets with the king, the other clan lords. You certainly already know this. Uh, we should make our way out of here at some point in time, not not too long from now, to make sure that you are fully registered, wearing the face of Hemba. Mm-hmm. He will um, sleight of hand, but doesn't you know, doesn't really care if people see. He just slides a, a folded parchment over to you, over to you. This. Uh, it is four different, very well done sketches of, and four like 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 one front on this way, one this way, one this way, one from the back of him. Oh, he just, it just he doesn't there's not nothing, nothing labeled there. He just no, makeup artists will need that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're you're proficient in such arts. No, are you? No. Then you will do it. Okay. 
I know, I know his face. <clears throat> I take it you have no, no qualms becoming this man for a day or two. Sold my qualms. Good. You should buy this beautiful body. <laughs> so yes, we must go finalize your registration. My understanding is there are 13 that have signed up for, for this tournament. You already probably know that only eight can, com can compete. So the way that they, that they weed out uh, more than eight is fortunately not based on good, good looks, which isn't even an insult to you because cause you'll be looking like this poor sound. Instead, it is the Vaistoro Ubit Trolia. Uh, which essentially means speed to defeat a troll. Uh, you'll be given uh, no. You'll be given uh, whatever rudimentary armor and a basic sword, axe, club if you so ch so choose, daggers. And uh, your goal is to uh, defeat this troll. Beat him within an inch of his life, and you're being timed all the, the while. Now, the, the reason why you're being given tools to do to do this is because... Uh, have you ever faced a troll before? Are you familiar with these beasts? I don't want you to use fire. It's a couple different kinds, I think. Or acid. Da-da. Exactly, exactly. So, fire and acid will stop the troll's regeneration, and then... <clears throat> a waste of, of a, good, a good asset. So using the tools that you are get given, mundane and such, ensure that the troll can be beaten within an inch of his life. In fact, I would say a couple inches past its, its life. The timer stops, and then the fucker will simply regenerate there and be, be ready for the, the next. Robin, you might remember that during our the first half of our time mm -hmm. time skip, right when Elijah was was born, you one of the things you did do mm -hmm. as as warden was mm -hmm. deal with a troll family, family yep. and try to relocate them, and things didn't go so well, and you had to deal with 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 that. It didn't go so well. Um, <laughs> I just want that troll family. So yes, uh, this this time will be. Counted in a Krugly, uh, not not familiar. A, a scarlish unit of unit of time equal to a six seconds, uh, which is Russian for around. <laughs> uh, Krugly, at the end of, of each, a drum is sounded, so you know how many Krugly you have. So just be within the top eight, and your position is assured. Uh, if you don't get within the Top eight, oof, they sent the wrong dwarf for the job then. But based on your looks, I think I think you'll you'll do it just fine. Mm -hmm. During the tournament itself, you will be able to watch the others uh, face the troll. It is your because at this point in time we do not know who the eight are, mm -hmm. so you are able to be in the stands and and see what the others are somewhat capable of. Um, after which you will be uh, once the eight are, are known you will be in your own separate holding cell 
downstairs uh, within the Colosseum itself. All of you individ individual. The intent of which is no collusion should be occurring and furthermore not having you have any external influence. So any sort of uh, nonsense uh, is poo-pooed upon. Furthermore, this means that you cannot see <coughs> the other matches as they are occurring. With the spoken, I will say, I fully expect that there are those that break rules in this tournament. The question is, can you break them in a way that does not get you caught? So I do not know what you two have up your, your sleeves, if anything, as he talks, he talks down on his own. Um, but more importantly, I, if there's information that can be, be, be spread via uh, spellcraft and this, the such, uh, that could be a way to give your friend, uh, uh, essentially an untraceable way to give smelt gut here information that he would not otherwise have. How closely do they watch magic in, in there? Mm, Going in and out specifically of the cells. I do not think that they watch very closely. Um, there's are there are definitely those mages working for the Colos the Colosseum, the the king, the Empire and whatnot that are watching the fights themselves and there are those also in, in the stand, not only watching the fights but also watching those of us that will be watching the fights to make sure that none are flinging such such aid that is obvious in precisely that said um, you will be part of ten, tonight when we go and have you officially registered uh, they will uh, no I'm sorry. Tomorrow, when we officially go, um, you will be patted down, and they will ask ask you to be be forthcoming with any magical implements that you have. I'm sure that our mutual contact has already told you what is allowed and what is what is not. Knowing him, he probably went into too much detail. Yes, knowing him, he did. Um, in what state is the champion usually when he's presented to the king? Champion is often has been through three fights, not including the Troya itself. So if you if you desire to include include that, call it four fights within one day, within a couple hour period. I guess it depends on how strong the, the champion is and how strong his opponents are. I've seen some who walk walk in nearly unscathed, but most walk in with scathes. But are they disarmed or armor taken away before they are entered in to see the king? That's not. Any weapons on you will be con confiscated. So I recommend if you have anything on you of import, Based on what I know, your true goals are. He kind of just looks around, make sure you're not being obviously seen or anything. Um, mm -hmm. And there's no no one even even within like fifty feet of you guys. You're so off in the corner. It'd be mm -hmm. like annoying for a server to come over to you. So they're not. They're like fuck you. <laughs> We're not going over to your corner, did mm -hmm. um, Which is what he wants. Um, but he says, "So anything of important to to you, I simply would not let them 
confiscated, do not have done, have done you at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, they will take your mag magical implements, your weapons, you will go in, not naked as the day, you are mundane armor, and he kind of looks at what you have and says, uh, unless I, I do not have eyes to see spellcraft, assuming that it is as, is as mundane as it seems, uh, you should be just fine for those pauldrons and breastplate I see there. So, uh, Again, I'm sure you already know the king is uh, very, very wise. Very, very... has a very keen eye. Yeah. Yet... More specifically, he has surrounded himself by those who have very keen eyes for, for things. Winning the tournament, I do not know how strong you are, but our mutual to seems to have quite confidence. You may find that is the easy part. The harder part may not, not, may not involve swinging sword or axe, but may simply involve well, the true heart of your mission of which I will not speak aloud here. But yeah, the, uh, don't go in with weapons, they'll take take them. Don't go in with magical doodads that you want to protect, they'll take them. So, and they'll, they will give them back if all, if all goes well, but uh, based on what you are here for, that's not a given, I think. I told our mutual Tavares that this was a stupid idea. That if the king does not wish to be seen, he's not going to be seen. It was also my stupid idea to utilize this tournament. So, fuck me. With that said, this is a stupid idea. Plenty can go awry. You can be caught at any stage, assuming that you even win the tournament. So, but he has the utmost confidence in you all. I don't know you, but confidence is, is one thing this can help with. Any other questions? I don't think so. None for me right now. I may think of some tonight and ask in the morning, but... Of course. Yeah. Uh, you can pro procure rooms here. The tavern. Yet, uh, uh, the last barrel scratching his armor on the table uh, lends itself well to travelers, but most tra travelers do not want to seek uh, a male and room this deep into Hildheim these days for reasons that are frankly obvious and by these days I mean the last uh, half century or so mm -hmm. but the proprietor is rich so the prices stay where they are a point of pride but that does mean those relatively it's, it's more common for travelers and it's less common for the folk that live around here Make it a good place for you to you to stay for a night or two. Yet you can afford it, and your hobbies. 
vodka is not as expensive as you might think here. I've, I've, I've noticed you've not had the second cup that I've filled for you. Mm, red vein. Well, I guess my confidence just increased the slightest a bit. <laughs> yes. You see that those biter in the red. Are you a guest such thing, or do you plan on, on making face at, at the husk dealer? Across the way. I have no problem with what you do in your spare time, but I do have an issue if it's going to cloud your judgment, where cloud my men's judgment. life is concerned. Yeah, yet cloud judgment is n- not a thing. Sharpen judgment is what red what red vein is for. Trust me, you don't want to see me not on red vein for a few days. Just a prick. Here and there, take the edge off. Promise. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been here for a long time. If I am caught, I am dead. Well, worse than dead. I am interrogated. I'll be as tall as this one by the by the time that they're done with me. So, it's within my best interest to keep a level head. Okay. And this helps me do so. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think on your questions, uh, let's go get you signed up to Varish, and then we can. Uh, well, I suppose first let's get room, let's paint get the f- f- face, mm-hmm. then let's go get you signed up, and then uh, we'll come back back here. Uh, we'll finish finish this off. We'll have a couple hours should I. One more poke, he, he, here and there he says, look, 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 looking directly at you. And then tomorrow morning, we see how spectacular, how spectacularly all the planning goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Like any good plan. Like any good plan. He forcibly, he cheers your, your glass, you have your hand or there, mm. and just like, tink, and spills a little bit. And Let's get you done up in, in a room. And on that, we'll end the session here as we get you painted up, and we will begin <laughs> the French girls. Has no one ever heard of Red Husk? Red Bay? Red, that one. I was combining. Um, <laughs> Red we'd have to look back and see if Annie brought it up. In- I don't think Surf so. knows that you. I think you grabbed it and sort of surreptitiously snuck it into uh, your I also pack. took it at the same time I took a bunch of poison. Yeah. yeah, I'm so, pretty sure I've not seen you do that. Uh, if, you, if you two would like to, would you like to roll quick? Um, medicine or... Yeah, I'll we'll just say medicine or history. Okay. I think. I have some medicine, okay. That is... Uh, 28? Yeah, you not Eleven. only have heard of it, you know distinctly what it is and <laughs> where it comes from and... How it's distilled, even as part of your poison-seeking stuff, you know that this can be very, very deadly amongst the deadliest of poisons. But it's never used for that. Right. But it could be some murders can be covered up as overdose. red husk use or overdose. So it definitely mm-hmm. is a poison that's mm-hmm. very, very potent. But it's so stupidly expensive, mm-hmm. even as far as poisons go, that it's like mm-hmm. doesn't this, this other poison would do the job? Earth, you you mm-hmm. have heard of it. You know it's a it's a drug. drug. It's a drug. That's pretty much what you know. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, it's a drug like other drugs. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he knows like the... Um... 
What is it when you take the thing? Side effects. Well, side effects and also the... Symptoms? Sim like, but, when you drink uh, alcohol, you get tipsy. What is the tipsy? Drunk. Drunk? The uh, oh, oh, the effect? The effects. effects. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the effects. I love God how we... Damn it. I was like, side effects. effects. <laughs> I was like, side effects, effects, yeah. Symptoms. You even said side effects, and I didn't get a two <laughs> It's not a side effects, <laughs> idiot. It's just effects. Yeah. 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 That's just like... That uh, was like... Side mm -hmm. effect of drinking is being drunk. I'm just curious if, like, him being more clear of mind is something that would be... Beneficial. Well, there are very much drugs in our re real world that give you a clarity of f focus. Cocaine. Um, yeah, it's oh. sort of like cocaine, but not in, like if you it's take a very small anyways. amount yeah. of cocaine, it's sort of like a ADHD drugs sort of like focus okay. your attention stuff. So he's yeah. ADHD. Um, Got it. Okay. Or or he's taking medication for ADHD because it mm -hmm. makes him focus on a task. Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah, mm -hmm. so that's the equivalent. No, I was just yeah. curious. Okay. Thanks y'all. Bye. Bye. Oh, it's still good.